seen enough. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You know, I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. We gotta do everything we can just to try and prove him wrong. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Just a total hot mess that is the New York Jets. They just got kicked in the stomach when they were planning for Aaron Rodgers be everything for this franchise. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Coming up, Steelers cornerback Patrick Peterson. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Patrick Peterson of the Steelers is about to join us uh, via Zoom. Um, He is coming off the practice field. As soon as he sits down and settles in, we will chit-chat with one of our favorites. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, hour number one, we had Tom Pelissero, my colleague from the NFL Network, talking about Jonathan Taylor's future and any developing hot seats in the National Football League with the Jets Thinking is entering this big week against the Chiefs on Sunday night with Zach Wilson. All of that will re-air first two hours of this show, including what's more likely. Um, as soon as this show is over on Channel 210, the Roku channel, that uh, that you should get for free. Everything is available for free with the Roku device on the Roku channel. Uh, select Samsung Smart TV, Amazon Fire TV. We are free on the Roku uh, app and the Roku channel.com on the old internet tubes. We've got... Uh, Sirius XM Odyssey and our terrestrial radio network, White Hot to the Touch, our podcast, all three hours available. You can also check out Overreaction Monday coming up on this very Monday. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask, who chit-chatted right here on this show yesterday. They have their own podcast every single Tuesday called What the Football and so on and so forth. There's no way you can avoid it is basically what I'm saying. Uh, Chris Brockman and uh, the backup to Mike Del Tufo, Jason Feller. (laughs) Wow, the backup. (laughs) That's a new uh, movie, right? The backup. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Uh, good I to see have everything ready. That's that guy. Where, where is he right now? Like, what is he? It's, is it the final baseball game of the year or something? He needs to set up uh, for no, something. No right now, he's probably taking a selfie in his convertible. Oh, with a big smile. Yep. Good he, to see you over there, TJ well, Jefferson. How are you, sir? Hour number three. What's up? Fox has a big college football game tonight, so he. Oh, it's might Utah, be... and no, he said he wasn't when when Bruce Feldman was here. He's not doing that. I think right. he said he was doing his By last the way, it was Steve yeah, Weich. It was Steve Weich on Wednesday who oh. said that Deshaun Watson's in shotgun formation more now. He's more comfortable there now that Nick Chubb is not there. Interesting. And that Chubb likes, you know, the, that they were going to run him down your throat from a different formation than what Watson is kind of comfortable in. And that you might see the old Watson a little bit more now. Ravens and Browns, baby. I got my top five games that uh, that I'm looking forward to the most in week number four. That's coming up this hour. Uh, let's go to the phone lines right here. Um, Travis in Arkansas. What's going on in your mind, Travis? How are you, Red? I'm How doing great. All those wins for the Jets, playoff wins for the Jets, huh, TJ? What's that mean? Because <laughs> you were slagging on him for Zeke's playoff wins. <laughs> oh, is that what? Oh, is, yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, pie, I get it. Yeah. Of, I just don't you know. know. I, I don't know. Uh, th- there's not going to be, uh, you know, any any video tributes to any of the Jets that I know of. So, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. it'll be great. Uh, Damian Tomlinson, maybe. It'll be great. So, yeah. Th- how are you? How are you doing? What's on your mind? Doing great. I'm looking forward to seeing Taylor Swift this weekend, and uh, <laughs> thinking maybe you need to sign Will Grayer. <laughs> You're just coming and firing from Arkansas right now, huh, Charles? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I've been a Chiefs fan all my life, and, and it's been rough until Andy Reid got there. So oh, my I, gosh. I By the way, uh, I don't know if you saw on the show last week, we put we put up on the screen what we I saw on uh, Twitter. Um, somebody put together um, NFL teams' records over 162, the last 162 games, and put it up on the, I, I did. In the standings yeah. like it's a baseball standing. And the Chiefs have 116 yeah. wins. They have a, they're one they're 116 win team like the O like the 08 Cubs back in the day. Man. I know, I know so, that's what I mean. I, enjoy my first it. few games uh, in Arrowhead were top row, real cold, one and fifteen. So I get it. Enjoy it, Travis. Thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate uh, it. I like it, Travis. Calling in from Arkansas just to bust my stones. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. So what we're going to have uh, coming up in this hour is my top five games. I do have something to say about my Jets before I sign off today. I've been thinking about it over the last 48, 
things that are going on for that and my top five games. Oh, and uh, we'll preview the college football weekend as well um, coming up here. Should I take one more call? Or is Patrick Peterson settling? I think oh, Patrick Peterson Fantastic. is ready. Uh, joining us here from the Pittsburgh Steelers, fresh off of two straight wins, going to take on the Houston Texans. Uh, Patrick Peterson, how are you, Patrick? What, what it do, Richie? Look at the, look at the Steeler gold behind you. That suits you. <laughs> this suits you, Patrick. Yep. It's, fit, it's fitting on me just fine, baby. How's it been, uh, the uh, transition? How you enjoying it? How you like it? The transition's been awesome. It's, it's been great. Loving the coaching staff. Loving uh, the, the room we have as far as the defensive back room. The culture here has always been the culture. Standard's always been the standard. And I'm just finally happy to be a part of it. What's your favorite Tomlin story? Give it to me so far. Favorite Tomlin story? What do you got? I probably have to go when he had an opportunity to go. Um, I don't know if he inducted um, Rondé into the Hall of Fame. He, but put, he, his, he put the jacket on him, Patrick. Okay, that's what it was. But yeah. he told us a cool story about when he was a first-year defensive back coach down there at Tampa. And he was just talking about the room that he had with John Lynch and Rondé Barber. Uh, and a couple other guys, are, the name goes, the, 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 the list goes on. He always just talked about together we eat. And being here and just seeing the team from afar, he really thrives and believes and uh, uh, really feel, uh, uh, you know, feeds off that motto. And you can just tell the way he goes about his day-to-day life. So just to hear that, that cool story that he shared with us, in the trove during training camp. I thought that was pretty cool uh, for him to do that. Yeah, and and, and again, you, you mentioned about knowing about this team from afar, having played where you played. Now that you're there, I'm sure you heard stories about Tomlin, if not I've actually crossed paths with him. And just seeing him now as your coach, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm wondering uh, everything lines up with what you expected, pretty much? No doubt about it. And more, you know, just finally having an opportunity to see how he managed his day-to-day uh, uh, business, how he's able to to get the best out of his players each and every day, because that's what it's about. You know, not all he always talks about not warming up to it and being the ones applying the pressure and not being the ones receiving the pressure. You know what I mean? So, and it goes to show how we prepare each and every day through our practice, how we watch film, how guys go about their, you know, go upon their, uh, uh, have their own ownership and just even watch a film in small groups just to make sure that we're always on the same page because we know we cannot give up a big play that, that can end up hurting us in the long run. So we got big dreams um, as a football team. We just got to go out there as a team to not only, uh, you know, execute the game plan, but go out there and be the best that we can be at all times. And and again, just uh, one more on the subject matter, Patrick Peterson, because we had Tomlin on just before the season, and I said to him, "Do you play the nobody believes in his card?" And his <laughs> his answer was was great because he laughed and he goes, "No, because my guys know. I tell them all the time that it doesn't matter what everybody says." Outside of here, they know I don't care. So <laughs> I you know, was about to say, you probably said no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. No, no one. You know, they know I don't care. So he just has to be consistent. And in terms of being consistent, how was he after the the week one loss, the significant loss you suffered in week one? How how was he in that week after, Patrick? The same way that he was after we won in, in Las Vegas. That's what I'm talking about, coaches the exact same each and every day ready to tackle the next task that's at hand for us. You know, we talked about, you know, I've been in places to where when you win, you kind of, you know, watch the game that you want, but you don't really thoroughly go through the details. Coach always talk about there's always more meat on the bone. Um, there's always teaching moments in any given tape that uh, that we put out there as a football team. You know, so just to just to see that and be a part of that, like I said, that being a fan from afar of Coach Tomlin, that's why I believe he's been so successful because there's never a stone unturned. How good can this defense be, Patrick? Give it to me. We can really we can be really good. I mean, we're we're, we're we still have a ways to go. You know, we're still you know having the opportunity to figure out one another how one another likes to play. Uh, the communication is getting 
so much better from week one now to going into week four. Um, it's, it's starting to gel together very well. And I'm, I'm liking the process that we're taking. I'm loving the day-to-day work that we put in uh, and, and the finishing product that we're getting on uh, on Sunday, despite uh, that week one uh, uh, embarrassing loss that we took um, to open up the season. But other than that, man, I just love the way guys go to work each and every day, ready to be, you know, to be that de- uh, deciding factor um, for us as a defense. You know, so we can be really good, man. And I- I'm excited on the way we're trending right now. How's Porter's kid doing? How's Joey? He's doing Jr. good. Yeah? He's doing good. What are you he's seeing him? He- he's coming along just very well. You know, Coach does a great job of spoon-feeding young, young guys, you know, especially the guys he know and believe that's going to be a cornerstone uh, eventually for this team. You know, I always um, take the approach of, you know, you don't want to give young guys too much because this is a grown man's game. And when you're coming from college and you and you don't have the right mentality or you don't have the right uh, demeanor of focus and understand that, yeah, you might get beat on certain plays. It's not college anymore. That can, you know, that can deter a guy from really being successful. In my, in my opinion, uh, accepting those early failures, you know, repeatedly time at the time, at the time, at the time again, then you put so much on him. So I love the way that coach does a great job of really having them come along with the process, having them sit back and understand the process, looking at older guys, seeing how to study, how to practice, how to be a pro. Mm. And then when it's your turn to shine, Go shot. It's interesting you use the, the, the phrase you use because I think it's possible Tomlin may have actually fed Joey Porter Jr. one point in his life with a spoon. He may have actually done that, <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> hey, know, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> you know, he's known him that long. He may have actually literally spoon fed him something in his life before actually right. coaching him. This is year 13 for you, Patrick. You're an OG right now. You're an OG. I am, Richie. I am. And it feels good. I don't feel like I'm in year 13. So that's a great thing, I guess. So, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, that is. But how do you like this role in your career? Like, it's not in previous places, it's it, you, you, I think you can, I, I can safely say a lot was on you. A lot was on you. A lot was on you to to do a lot. <laughs> and, and, and here it seems like it, it isn't. It seems like right. it's not. It seems like you're in a role where you can be the OG in the locker room, but also uh, be yourself. I'm wondering how that is from, from your perspective, Patrick. Man, it's been an awesome transition for like you, like you uh, stated. You know, it's always been a lot on me at the other places that I've been in Arizona, uh, obviously being a, a top five pick there, uh, the cornerstone of the defense, the voice of the defense of the room, however you want to put it. So a lot was put on me there. Then going over to Minnesota, uh, having a transition from, you know, Zimmer, you know, him bringing me in as an older player and wanting me to take control of the room and help out Harry. And then the following year having uh, Coach uh, KO, Kevin O'Connell, um, wanting me to pretty much do that, have that same role. But coming here, you know, this team has pretty much been set. You know, they pretty much have their guys in place. And for me, I always, I never really looked to go to another team to take on that role. Always was myself, wherever I've been. And I was just honored enough and privileged enough to, you know, to receive, you know, the C on my chest. But here, being here with Cam, TJ, um, uh, Mink, you know, these guys been here four or five years. You know, these guys understand the culture. You know, they, these guys understand how it's supposed, what it's supposed to look like, what the defensive coaches are looking like. So there was no way that I can come in here and try to disrupt that. You know, having an opportunity to come here, and my wife always tell me, you know, when I first came here, you know, now you have the opportunity to really just have fun don't you don't have to stress yourself out about this this that and the other now you have the opportunity to go out and have fun that's the approach i've been taking every single week and ever since i signed here uh as a uh, as a steward it looks it i'll be honest from afar i mean like (laughs) honestly that's why i asked you the way i asked it to you it looks it you know it, Mm -hmm. it absolutely looks it uh offensively though not not your table i get it but uh it looks like that that side of the football is 
progressing. What what is it like to be uh, on a team where you know the offense needs to come along, and there's a lot of conversations around the league. Clearly, it's not as dire as what's going on, like say with the Jets. But how do you handle that with Pickett being a young guy and Pickens being a young guy? And again, you're in year 13, and this is your shot. How, how do you deal with yeah. something like that, Patrick? You know, see, here's the situation. It, it, when I was in Arizona, we had a bad def- we had a good defense, but we really didn't have guys on the offensive side of the ball besides Larry, besides Larry Fitzgerald. We was going through quarterbacks almost every other week. Here, we have the talent. We have the guys here. You know, all they have to do is continue to believe in one another, you know, coaching staff continue to put guys in position to be successful, you know? So as a defense, our job has always been to keep the, to, to keep the opposing team, uh, you know, out of the end zone. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have been doing a great job of that since, if I'm not mistaken, since 1966, <laughs> uh, you know, the best defensive scoring uh, in, in the league since that, since that time period. So, and, with the talent that we have and as a defense, we understand that these guys are going to get it going at some point in time because we've seen it each and every day in camp. Now, they just have to go out there and believe in what the coaches is, are implementing to, the, to them as uh, far as in the game plan. Coaches will, do, will continue to do you know, their job to get guys open as they did um, last week against the Raiders. And, you know, I've I really – truly believe the sky's the limit. You know, it's just the first quarter of the season. You know, everybody have their ups and downs, you know, throughout the course of the season. But I believe once those guys get their stride, hit their stride, it's going to be a very, very hot offense to handle. Is that another way of saying Kenny Pickett doesn't have contractually mandated iPad time, Patrick? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm not an iPad watcher, so I can't tell you about the time. Just want to make sure. (laughs) Just want to make sure. About all that, you and Kyler cool these days, Patrick. You and Kyler cool. These hey, you days? know, you good. Uh, man, I mean, I'm cool. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to speak with Kyler. Okay. You know, I know he's going through his ACL, yeah. uh, you know, uh, okay. injury right now. But you know, I wish Kyler nothing but the best because, like, I wrote a letter to him. The team is going to go as you go. I truly believe that he's a once in a lifetime talent. But the team is going to go as far as he takes them. Mm-hmm. And that's by taking control of the team, <clears throat> uh, you know, showing the proper mannerisms, you know, when bad things happen. Because you got to realize the, 53, the 52 other guys, they're looking at you when things like this happen. So you got to always have your chin up high and give your teammates that hope and that fire that they need to go out there and finish and win ball games. All right. Patrick Peterson, before I let you go, sir. What happened on that plane ride home from Vegas? What happened? Man, I have no idea, Richie. I was actually I was watching uh, Rush Hour Two, <laughs> and all the lights came on, saying we're about to have an emergency landing. Uh-huh. And the rest was history. We was on the we was on the plane for about five six hours, um, but we was we, we we were very comfortable. I okay. will say that we were very comfortable. We had some Dunkin' Donut pizza, um, uh, donuts. We had some. Uh, some breakfast pizzas. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we was fed good. Air conditioning was still working. I couldn't complain. We just got home at a little bit of later time because I definitely wanted to get home and take my girls to school. Okay. But that was out of the window. Yeah. But we made it home safe. That's all that matters. Yes. We made it, it home. So, you're, so just to sum up, it's just you, Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> lights go on. And and they just said we're we have to make an emergency <laughs> landing. Is that best? Is that what you're saying? That's that's exactly right. And the scene we was I was on is when he got on the boat and was telling the young lady that it was his boat. He was like, "Yeah, this is my boat." Yeah. And she was like, "What's the name of it?" And I forget the name. He said, <laughs> she, "She was like, you're lying. This is my friend boat." Next thing you know, ding. <laughs> Everybody had to buckle up. We have to take an emergency landing. We don't know why, but. Let's buckle up. Okay, and so let's let's <laughs> let's let's just be a total truth teller here, Patrick, because I know you you are that. Who panicked the most? Who on your team panicked the most? Who had the biggest panic? What do you Man, you know what? Everybody was pretty calm. Uh, was it, okay, All everyone right. was pretty calm because I think the flight attendants they didn't show any panic. Okay, the That's captain good. didn't show any panic, which he better not ever show any panic. <laughs> <laughs> But everybody was cool. Right. Everybody okay. was calm, cool, and okay. collected. Right. But I started honestly, 
when they told us it was a yellow a yellow uh, uh, landing, a yellow emergency landing or whatever uh, the code was, okay, I started looking it up. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. What 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 what, the, what does it mean? Yeah, and it was like uh, it can mean a numerous of things, flaps, you know, landing gear. Okay. So then I I started worrying to myself. I'm like, okay, landing gear and flaps mm. that got everything to do with stopping the plane. <laughs> so I'm like, are they going to tell us to brace? Like, how we are? How are we gonna like? Uh, how's this all gonna unfold? Yeah. So I'm thinking this all to myself. And the closer we get to the ground, nobody's saying nothing. So I'm still looking around like. What are we supposed to do? So apparently it wasn't the, the brakes or the flaps. Okay. And we touched down very safely, a smooth landing. Very good. And it just became, you know, very uh, cautious. I think the, they said the oil pressure dropped or something like that. So we had to get the, get the plane on the ground. Okay. And now you're safe and you've won two in a row. You're taking on a rookie QB who's lighting it up, by the way. So, yeah, he's playing the ball right now. Yeah. Do he, he look good to you on, on film, Patrick, C.D. Stroud? He, he does. He does. He does look. He, he looks very, very well trained mm. uh, as a young quarterback because um, I think they do a, a, a great job of game planning. You know his progression reads yeah. you know, as a young quarterback from going from one side and having routes coming back into his vision as he comes back to his uh, uh, second and third progression. So and he's putting the ball where it's supposed to go. When he needs to, you know, he's not making any mistakes with the football, which is always key as a young quarterback in this league. Um, and and he, you can just tell he's believing the, the coaching staff is believing in their defense, not putting too much on his plate, meaning we're not going to put too much on your plate to go out there and screw it up. But we just we're going to put enough on your plate to where you can still be successful and put possibly put points on the board. Look forward to the game. Boy, I miss talking. Yes, I miss talking with you. So let's do Man, this more always, often. Always, always, Rich. Always love talking with you. Right man. back at you, Patrick Peterson. And your golf game's good, or just, what do you got? What do you? Where are man, you? Man, you know, I haven't golfed since I left home to get ready for camp. All right, you know. So You're you know, in. now year thirteen, Richie. Man, a, 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 as hard as I swing, man, I need my hips for the season. So Understand. nowadays, I don't play golf during the season no more. Okay, You're locked in. I like this. Locked in, baby. Okay. I'm trying to feel that confetti, man. That's what that's my that's my goal, man. I'm trying to feel that feel that confetti one day. Man. Okay, so and only got so many more opportunities. Was was there a rush hour three for your next flight, or is that it? Was it? Did they make a third? <laughs> or you got no? That? So they, they they did make a three. I did not watch three. Okay, I ended up watching um a uh, tiger. I ended up watching the tiger documentary. Okay, I got through three episodes of that. That was pretty pretty right. fascinating. Okay, very good. Well, uh, fly safe. And so I caught, a, up, I caught up on some TV time. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I love it. Uh, Patrick, thanks again. Uh, really appreciate all this time. This is great to catch up with you. Let's uh, do this again soon. You be well. That's, yes, sir. You bet. That's Patrick Peterson, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love that guy. Year 13. Crazy. Year 13. Because we've talked to him before on the, on the golf course. On the course. golf course, I know. With, During a season with Larry Fitzgerald and other Carson, Carson Palmer, Palmer that? right there. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Do you know whose favorite number is thirteen? Kurt Warner, Brock Purdy, Taylor Dan Swift. Marino, Taylor Swift. What, what dude? You're fun. <laughs> What's going on over there? He's a Swifty. What? He turned I, down here's tickets. What I, think. I think he regrets that. <laughs> oh no, I don't. He regrets not no. going. No. He, no, you no, can no. say all you want publicly. No. You regret. I'll it. say he doesn't regret it. No, no. The reason why he doesn't regret it. Isn't because he didn't see Taylor Swift. I think you would you would go. You just didn't want to take a car drive all the way up to San Francisco. I probably wouldn't have gone if it was in SoFi, and I live fifteen oh, wow. minutes. You don't go see the Cowboys at SoFi. Are you not going on a couple Monday nights? <sighs> I mean, I'll oh probably end up gosh, going. This guy. Let's knows. take a break. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. My uh, top five games coming up this weekend. Lots of fun with Patrick Peterson right there. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. My favorite guests, and I'm not just saying that because you're sitting right here. I think He's, you are. I, <laughs> what are you on, steroids I or something? I am actually on steroids, Brian Cranston. Last flag flying in select theaters now. We're going to have to disqualify this show because of your steroid use. You know what? I thought about that yeah. before taking that steroid. Now, so wouldn't it be it. disheartening yeah. if you took the steroid and you had the best show ever? <laughs> then you'd go, oh, my God. Oh, I have to take more steroids. How can you go off the steroids? Since you and I last spoke here on this show, uh, your Dodgers went to the World Series. There was that five-hour game that went in. That was insane. It was insane. I, I, and I am proud to say I stuck around to extra innings for that night. I did see some people in this town, people that you would know, people that we have all seen on television. Look, call them out. I can't do it. Do it. I can't. You're on steroids. I what the hell do you care? <laughs> <laughs> I do have that as a fallback position, do I not? But I would never do that to you. It is. Uh, Your Honor, I was on steroids at the time when I made that comment. When somebody from Arrested Development got up. <laughs> yes. But, uh, oh, when... Jason Bateman. No, 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 You've no, no, been no. had. Jason. There's a wow. lot of people. I'm disappointed, Jason. Will Arnett. Wow. But it wasn't. <laughs> it just amazes me seeing in Breaking Bad in Better Call Saul the number of characters whose demise eventually is met because of your character. Is Ooh, me? I know exactly. It is remarkable. I unfortunately have that association. It, if I spend any amount of time uh, with someone, they end up dying surprisingly. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest you get life insurance. <laughs> um, you know, you want to protect your family. And yeah, everything, so. everything you do that. Okay. Sorry. All of Brian Cranston's appearances are on our YouTube page. Please check it out. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. USC in Colorado, baby. <laughs> Apparently, Dion was on the set with Irv today um, on FS1, and they had a really beautiful moment talking about their relationship. Because, oh, nice. you know, Fox is, uh, is all over yeah. Boulder, Colorado again. That's a 9 a.m. Pacific did game, you, right? Did you see yep. the uh, yeah. Did you see the uh, video of Travis Hunter having yeah. his text read out by Dion to the group saying, uh, "I'm I you know I want to play in this game and I'm taking no for an answer." And Dion read his text exchange back, basically saying, you, you, "The answer is no. I care about you more. This is just a game." You know. I just, and again, everyone's like, sure, he's saying that, you know, because he's putting it out there on social media. It's all about him and all that. Okay, keep believing that sort of stuff. Also, did you see uh, Travis Hunter had to sit down with the kid who hit him? That's another thing I wanted to point out. You led me right to that. Yeah. That Travis Hunter 
shot a video. I guess does he have a um, a weekly show a, or something? He does a podcast or something on why not one of the streaming channels. And yeah. his guest was the kid who lit him up illegally, and then wound up getting death threats over it. Mm-hmm. Henry Blackburn of Colorado State was his guest. I think we have that video. Check it out. Boy Travis Hunter here. We back with another banger. We got a special guest. Come on in, man. What's up with you? What up? How we doing? How we doing? Good. Go ahead and let the people know who you is. You know, talk. Henry Blackburn. You know, play at CSU. We just we just played uh, last last weekend or last Saturday. You know, just making sure my my my, my guy's straight. Yeah. You know, just making sure he's good. Checking in with him. I know we we talk after the game on the phone and then through yeah. the DMs and stuff and made made this happen for the yeah. people. That love to see negativity, this ain't a negative video, man. It's great positive, and you know how we get. It's nothing but positivity this way. If only we can have these guys get in positions of leadership in, in, it's really cool. in the world and just do this sort of stuff instead of all the nonsense and garbage that you see all the time on your news programs. You know? Beautiful. Wow. I yeah. love that. I, I, I love I, that. I knew nothing about that until oh, that yeah. moment. Oh, really? So, no. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I saw that yesterday. No. And uh, well done, Travis Hunter. And yeah. I, again, I, what do you, you know, obviously this is who he is and this is where he's, his mind is at and his heart is at. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. A lot of that is fostered by Dion. That's exactly the sort of stuff Dion would be counseling him to do. Yeah, but you can tell that kid. That's the way that kid was raised. He oh, didn't I, just, I know that. Know, that that's no, I get that. Uh, that. But I'm I'm also just the reason why I'm saying this. TJ is not to you know make it all about Dion. Oh no, I, I'm but, on the Dion but I'm, I, 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 and I, I, I want to you know I'm saying that this is clearly in his heart and in his. So I'm kind of saying the same thing you just said, but I also want to point out that this is something that Dion fosters, and including saying go ahead and make videos. How many coaches would be just like, no, no, we're not doing that. You're hurt. We're not doing rehabs. You know, uh, honestly, the, the kids are the, being themselves, and it's great to see that kid being himself, and and welcoming in, you know, Henry Blackburn to yeah, just that, that was, chop that, it up. That was pretty cool. Man. So I'm looking forward to that game. Boy, it would be great if Travis Hunter was playing in it. Yeah, right. By the way, I got some insider info about Colorado. Got a friend that works security there. Yes, told sir. Me LeBron, Bronny, Jay-Z, McConaughey, Lil Wayne. They're all coming? They're all there. For USC? For the USC Colorado game, yeah. In addition, you have Will Ferrell, Snoop, and DJ Khaled. They're all USC fans, so it's going to be... They're if all going to be there, If huh? you're into the celeb thing, which some people are and some people aren't, it's going to be star-studded at this game, apparently. That'll be fun. So I'll be checking that one out this weekend. And um, as for the rest of week four in the National Football League, I have a top five, as always, my top five most intriguing games of week number four. Hit it. High five. One, two, three, four, five. Rich's top five. Yes, indeed. My top five most intriguing games of week number four. I already have London on the brain because I'm uh, heading there next week to call the final two games of the London International Series. Jaguars and Bills and Ravens and Titans. That'll be on NFL Network. I'll be calling those with Kurt Warner. Uh, Jamie Erdahl on the sideline as well. And um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the first London game, the first International Series contest because it's a big one. The Jaguars won week one in Indianapolis and then have not won since losing to the Chiefs at home, losing to the Texans at home. Could they lose this one and fall to one and three? The Falcons sure hope so because they're coming to London off of their first loss of the season. And they are a very talented bunch. Calvin Ridley taking on his former team. Kyle Pitts performing where, you know, he performs like Kyle Pitts in, in college, which is London. This is a fascinating one. It's on ESPN+. Plus. Disney+, Plus is apparently having a Toy Story version of it. Yeah. You know? So um, we will see how uh, this game um, goes to infinity and beyond. Uh, this is number five on my list right here. Number four on the list, it's always nasty when the Cleveland Browns welcome in the team 
and franchise that left the city without one for a long time comes into town. And it's Lamar versus Deshaun Watson for the first time. As we all know, Lamar was hurt when Deshaun came off of his suspension last year. And it is Miles Garrett chasing around Lamar Jackson with the Ravens coming off of their first loss of the season. The Browns coming off of a very impressive win over the Tennessee Titans. And let's see how these two swap paint. It is going to be fun. It is early window on CBS. Second window of the day, right? Four windows of football? Oh, four windows on, on Sunday, Sunday, baby. So we started with one in the earliest window, and then we moved to one Eastern, and then we now go to the third window of football, one of the three late window games on CBS. Can the New England Patriots confound Dak? Yes. Can Bill Belichick's hoodie go on into the place in the Metroplex where he spent so many years coordinating the defense to try and confuse people like, uh, I guess, where am I going to go back to Aikman, Danny White, you know? Belichick has a history with the Dallas Cowboys, and it's going to be awesome, and I cannot wait for this, and I think everybody's expecting the Cowboys to just get back on its winning ways after getting punched out when they did not punch down on the Cardinals, appropriately enough, and then it's going to be 11 on 10. And I don't mean, you know, Ohio State against uh, Notre Dame. I mean, <laughs> Micah Parsons versus Mac Jones. And can he apply the pressure on Mac in a way that the Jets didn't even come close to doing? Can't wait for this one. Can the Patriots get to 2-2 two and two and put the Cowboys to that same rec- record? And I proffer to say this, if that happens, uh, five alarm fire in the media. Maybe not within Dallas's walls, but that'll be something. Number two on this list, just... Up the road, SoFi Stadium, Raiders, Chargers. I'm loving this one. Jimmy Garoppolo at present, as I am talking into this microphone, is with the team, and he's out there with the team, but not officially out of the concussion protocol, which is wild that he's in it for as many days after a game that he finished. But uh, one and two versus one and two, the loser of this game falls to one and three and potentially is tied with Denver if they can beat the winless Bears in DFL in the AFC West. And the other one is 2-2 two and two with a game and a half up on the loser of the game. This is all in the mix with a ton of offensive players, so there's a lot of fantasy. Is Austin Eckler going to be back for this game? It appears he will be. Stay tuned for that. Can Josh Jacobs start running the football Devontae Adams and the Raiders in Los Angeles before taking on the Packers on a Monday night. And then here come the Chargers at 1-2 and two right before their bye week. If they fall to 1-3 and three on their bye week, what will that look like? Number one on the list, I think, is obvious to everybody. It's Dolphins at Bills. Oh, baby. 70-burger Dolphins at 3-0, and oh, taking on the Buffalo Bills, coming off of their most impressive win in a while. I mean, you could go back to last year even, and it's been a while since the Bills looked like they did in Washington. 37-3, the defense rampaging. No Jordan Poyer and Jalen Waddles back for the Dolphins. But can the Bills put pressure on Tua in a way that nobody else has? It's been like one two-step ball out and ball out in the hands of somebody who's running free or right up the gut when you're not expecting the run and the guy's running free. Mostert, A-chan. Um, and so on and so forth. And the Buffalo Bills need to win this game, get to 3-1. and one. They would be in first place in this division after we're talking about how the Dolphins look. They would be in first place with that tie break in their back pocket and taking care of their home turf. Or the Dolphins can go to 4-0, take a two-and-a-half game lead in this division, a stranglehold in the AFC East, and win a game on the road in division at their toughest division opponent to boot that is what we call massive stakes massive stakes not just for the division but for the ability to be a one seed in this conference that's the top game on my top five most intriguing games list for week number four you think we need one more okay all right we'll get one more we'll do it i'm gonna pour myself a very stiff drink for this one and the kids will be in watching with me because 
two of the three are watching for Taylor Swift. <laughs> and the other one is watching to see if he can catch my tears in a cup because Cooper roops for the New England Patriots. Chiefs and Jets. Chiefs and Jets <laughs> on Sunday Night Football. And apparently the Chiefs might not be the only one bringing a guest. There is a red-hot rumor that if Aaron Rodgers gets cleared for takeoff from the West Coast, that he will be here for the game. And that's exactly what the Jets need. Because it does appear that if it doesn't go very well on that field, the sideline could potentially get, as the kids might say, as the Swifties might say, uh, fugly (laughs) is the word I will use. And so, yes, Chiefs and Jets, it might not be intriguing by the second quarter, third quarter, but I'll tell you what, that kickoff and that first quarter, and if Zach Wilson can actually move the football on the Chiefs and the defense of the Jets can actually put pressure on Mahomes and not play Captain Steubing for the two lovebirds, the <laughs> celebrity lovebirds like the Bears did last last week, uh, maybe this could be even more intriguing. That's my top five list. Am I missing anything? There's a couple of them out there. We just you, didn't, you it can, just didn't crack the list. You could just not watch Sunday night. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to assume tape. Uh, I, mean, look, I, I still think Broncos Bears is going to be. No, that's su- that's rubbernecking, super, brother. Super interesting. That's rubbernecking. I'm not rubbernecking. I'm talking about let's see who wins and who loses and what that actually means for traction moving forward. I think a sneaky good game, uh, Steelers Texans. CJ yeah, Stroud that's true too. is that's playing sneaky good. really, really well. They put up a ton of points against Jacksonville. That's a good one. Uh, can Pittsburgh get to three and one? You know, which didn't think look possible after that Week One performance against San Francisco. Commanders Eagles is another one that could have cracked the list, but I, these are the ones that intrigue me the most. Uh, all right, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's sneak in some calls before we go out of Dodge here on this fun Friday edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. It'll be a lot of fun. My last word to the Jets before we hit the road. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I'll be in the Rose Bowl Saturday night. That's what we heard. Susan and I are taking the kids to go see Coldplay. Can not wait. The Rose Bowl. Oh, baby. We're leaving in five minutes. I was going to (laughs) say, are you camping out in the parking lot, which is a golf course? We're not camping out. Okay. Thanks for asking. No problem. Uh, What else? What are you doing this weekend? Coop's got a a travel baseball game or two. We're going to do that. A lot of football. It's Sunday, four windows of football and a partridge in a pear tree. Yes. What are you doing, TJ? Just watching football. I'm trying to get him to go to Dallas this weekend. I mean, were you really? I was trying to get him to think about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, for he, New England and uh, Cowboys. He said this at eight fifty-six as we're about I to go said on it air. last week. Also, well, I, I heard that remember. last week. Actually, I don't remember that. The bus and bowl is at three uh, yep. thirty Eastern. Yep. Nervous. Oh, it's always your first road game of the year after. 
Oh, you're, not, play, you're, any... you're not playing all 12 games no. at home this year? No. Oh, weird. Good one. Uh, Good one. I'm waiting for your offense to kind of really unload. It's all right. I, hey, listen, you can admit this. This is wide open. There's a oh, ton oh, of schools yeah. that can win the national championship this year. A ton. Nobody's talking about Washington, who have just pile points on. Texas is right there. How wild would it be if the Pac-12 gets two teams in the playoffs be, in their final, awesome. in their final year of existing? It'd be great. You know? I think someone from the Pac-12 is winning the Heisman. That almost seems... What, like Caleb Williams, Penix, or It feels like, feels like Penix, yeah. It feels like Penix is going to do is it. Is Bo Nix in that mix? I think so. That's not Oregon needs rhyming. another big, another huge win. Another better stuff. Well, that's what they do it for. That's what they play for. Play for wins, not yep. quicks. Not trophies, I guess. Just play for wins. Oh, uh, wins equals trophies. Yeah. I think that, that goes without saying, Chris. I'm in the empire business. Back here on the Rich hmm. Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. All right, um, let's take some calls. Jeff in Detroit. Jeffrey, I'm telling you, this is it, right? This is this is the team you've been waiting for. Again, I don't know about Super Bowl or anything like that, but just going in and punking people in their houses like Lions don't usually do. It's great. The Lions did not lion. The Lions are lioning. <laughs> They're roaring. They usually get in positions like that where they mess up. And I was listening to the show the other day when you asked Chris, and TJ's perspective on the Lions. And to Green Bay, that's okay. I understand the moment. You know what I'm saying? But now, you know, Jared Goff seems to be doing what he's supposed to be doing. And I understand a lot of people outside of the Lions organization have reason to question or doubt the way that the Lions are. But, man, this is it. And I also want to thank you, Uncle Rich, for talking me off the ledge. When I was talking about the Lions running game, and you said, just calm down, Montgomery will be great. I can't even remember the other guy's name, Jamal, Jamil. I can't even remember his name now. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, right? Um, but, uh, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it. The Lions next. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Lions next opponent. Home for Carolina. I mean, they should they should ravage a rookie quarterback. Uh, at Tampa. At Baltimore. Home for Vegas on a Monday night and then a bye week. Look out. They could stack wins if they play like this. Yeah. Stay healthy and start, sure. start playing like this, right? I'm sure all Lions fans are a little nervous to start that game last night. Goff throws a bad, oh, bad pick. How about this one, though? Just in, in terms of that. So Jared Goff is 28, okay? Mm-hmm. 2016 draft. So this would be year what for him? Seven, eight, right? Yeah, year eight. And and maybe just maybe this is how long sometimes it takes for quarterbacks to start playing championship football consistently, right? You know what he does? And he did that very well here with the Rams too, um, frequently, maybe not consistently enough, is that intermediate throw where you got the, mm. you got the guy who's crossing at around the eight-yard mark from yeah. the line of scrimmage. No, no, no. We're going to chunk it 20, 25. Josh looked, Reynolds for 20, 25 as Amon Ross St. Brown is underneath. Yeah, you know? Laporta, he hit one last night. On one he, of they get these chunk plays, man. He's a good, he's good. Play action, too. Packard's tackling wasn't, uh, I know. wasn't hey. top-notch last night. How about Quay Walker? But, you know, right. like, what are you doing? field goal makes it a two-touchdown game, and then actually, no, there's leverage after you come back from a commercial break, too. You know, Packers fans complaining about that. They got a break on the end of that third-quarter throw, so. Yeah, for sure. Lions Ethan, fans showed up last night. I know, you could hear yeah, It was packed. Ethan in Minnesota, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Ethan? Hey, how's it going, Rich? What's going on, brother? Real quick before my question, I have advice for REF Consulting. Yes. I feel like you guys should spend the rest of this year's budget on putting Mo Green's face on the sphere in Las Vegas. <laughs> okay. He we'll look at that. Plaque. Okay. He deserves something Agreed. there. Good one. I like it. What which face though? Like the right getting a massage face right before? No, where he's he's or, screaming he's screaming about he's screaming at he's, Mike. He's telling Michael Corleone okay. why people can't get drinks at the table. Understood. That's the that's the Mo Green I want. Okay. Oh, what else you got, the Ethan? Fredo cocktail waitresses. Exactly. Yeah. Face. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Right. Um, this weekend, seeing the Zach Wilson ghost sack, um, I want your Jets' opinion. Was it better, on par, or worse than the butt fumble? Oh gosh. 
Ooh. Ethan, you had you you started out strong, and then you you. <laughs> I know, I know. Thanks, I'm sorry. thanks the call, Ethan. We're we're up against the end of the hour. Look, butt fumble. <laughs> Let me just finish up this way. This is it. This is it. The whole country is going to be watching because everybody thinks Taylor Swift is going to be there. And by the way, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. This is for real. This is where casual fans tune in. The Sunday night football audience might be record-breaking. Facts. Facts. So the entire football universe will be having eyes on this. And it's Zach Wilson against Patrick Mahomes trying to go point for point, maybe. Unless the Jets defense shows up like, say, the Lions defense did on Thursday night. The Jets defense shows up and puts pressure on. And I understand this is a team that just gave up 15 points to Mac Jones. This is a different animal, Mm -hmm. as we all know, coming in on Sunday night. And they've got to put – they've got to make Mahomes run around like it was – the Super Bowl in Tampa. They got to make him run for his life. And then it is on Nathaniel Hackett with maybe hopefully Rodgers does show up if he's cleared to be there. And what, like every bag of trick that Nathaniel Hackett has ever been exposed to by is either his dad or anybody in his football life. This is the moment. Every single play, every single idea it is all on the table, including Larry David's double flick. How about this idea? How about Miko Hardman against the Chiefs? You want to use speed? Let's use speed. You got a speedy guy who has not even seen the field for whatever reason. Robert Sala is saying that they're running different packages, two tight ends or whatever. I don't want to hear that anymore. Everybody is on deck for this kid. And then Zach has got to have the game of his life. Otherwise, the entire football world will see everything that Aaron Rodgers considers unhelpful because it's 54 years of unhelpful. And one thing that I'm not here for is let's do it to prove Joe Namath wrong. That is not a rallying cry. That is not a T-shirt. That is not what Jets fans want or have signed up for. But if it helps motivate you for one night and then we could put it to bed, fine. Because the way that this organization has put its product on the field with this kid at quarterback over the last year and a half they have the opportunity to be be clowned in front of the Swifties in the football world so put it all out there everything every bag of trick that's ever been created needs to be put out there and Zach make the layups and find 17 and run the ball and play the game of your life here endeth my Two cents on that, because if they fall to one and three after this, with that audience watching that and the boo birds come out, oi, oi, oi. We'll chat again Monday.